0: Hi, you're listening to The House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for taking charge of your health, and I'm your host, Dr. Madge. During the last episode, I discussed sinusitis and how you could differentiate between a viral and a bacterial infection. Like I mentioned in that episode, I've been seeing a surge of patients coming in with nasal symptoms, and sometimes it's viral, but it's also springtime, which could only mean one more thing, allergy season. Viruses, bacteria, allergies, It can get a little overwhelming to consider all the possible causes when faced with a snotty, drippy condition. But don't despair. I'm here to dissect those nasal passages even further this week. But first, this podcast is brought to you by Netflix Instant Streaming. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly. All streamed instantly to you by Netflix. Netflix saving you time, money, and hassle. For your free 30-day trial, go to netflix.com QDT. So the official name for seasonal allergies is actually allergic rhinitis. In the episode, When is a sinus infection serious? We learned that anything that ends in itis means inflammation of. So sinusitis is therefore the inflammation of the sinuses. And rhinitis, that's the inflammation of the mucus lining of the nasal passages. And allergic rhinitis is the inflammation of this lining due to an allergen or particles in the air that trigger your immune system to react. Your immune system views these allergens as foreigners and attacks, wreaking havoc in your nose, among other places. Your immune system causes inflammatory cells to release chemicals such as histamine, which cause nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, watery eyes, itching, sore throat, hoarse voice, post-nasal drip, ear pain, congestion, and or popping. What causes allergies? Well, allergies can come and go throughout life. Commonly, patients experience allergies that are seasonal, like hay fever during springtime is particularly common. Some unlucky folks experience allergies all year round, and about 20% of people living in the U.S. currently suffer from allergic rhinitis. There does tend to be a hereditary component, and it tends to be more common in people with a history of asthma or eczema, which all produce a reaction from the immune system. So here are some common allergy culprits. Pollen, trees, grass, weeds, dust, animal dander, most frequently cats and dogs, cockroaches, and mold. So your doctor should be able to diagnose you with allergies simply based on your history and physical exam. Other testing is typically unnecessary. Blood tests for allergies are not deemed very sensitive or accurate enough to pick up the causes of your symptoms. And skin testing is an option, but it's performed through an allergy specialist, and it's very rarely necessary, to be honest. So how do you treat allergies? Well, no matter what the offending allergen is, the key thing to remember is that the treatment is really the same. If you know what you're allergic to, for instance, if your nose turns on like a faucet every time you're around cats, well, then by all means, stay away from that offending agent. Otherwise, if it's not as easy to stay away from trees when you live in the humid, tropical climate of Delray Beach, Florida, although we get more allergic rhinitis than you think in my Southern California hometown, just know that your symptoms are treatable by your primary care doctor. Here are some of the tricks up our sleeves. Number one, intranasal steroid sprays. Prescription nasal sprays containing a mild steroid is often the first line of defense for those with allergy-caused nasal symptoms. Don't let the word steroid scare you here. It's not really the same type of oral steroids that have been associated with the negative side effects that we've all heard about. And these doses in the nasal sprays are quite low. Nasal steroid sprays have very few side effects and are quite effective for treating allergy symptoms. However, they are effective only when used daily and not as needed. They take days to even a few weeks to reach peak effectiveness. Number two, oral antihistamines. Like I previously mentioned, histamine is a chemical that is released when your immune system encounters an allergen. So it makes sense to use an antihistamine to combat your symptoms. So over-the-counter loradadine, cetirizine, and fexofenadine are antihistamines that are non-sedating, unlike short-acting diphenhydramine, and last 24 hours. Nasal steroid sprays and one of these three oral antihistamines are usually our first line of defense and work quite well. Number three, prescription antihistamine nasal sprays. There are two generic nasal spray, antihistamine options that require prescription as well. The benefit is that they work fast, but on the downside, they also wear off fast. They also aren't too tasty if they drip to the back of the throat. They're really only appropriate if your symptoms are mild and infrequent. Number four, Montelukast. Leukotrienes are another class of chemicals released during allergic reactions. Therefore, a medication that blocks them may also be helpful. There is now a generic available as a once a day prescription pill. Number five, Ipratropium nasal spray. This is a non steroid spray that can be helpful for those with uncontrollable, runny noses that doesn't respond to the nasal steroid spray. It's not the first line of choice for allergic rhinitis and can have some unpleasant side effects. For instance, it's not for those with an enlarged prostate or a history of glaucoma, but it is an option. Number six, decongestants. If a stuffy nose is really your worst symptom, then an over-the-counter decongestant will help open you up. There are two forms, a pill or a nasal spray. The -the over-the-counter pills can be used for up to one week to declog your nose, but really they're not meant for daily chronic or preventative measures. They can also elevate blood pressures and not everyone feels well on them. The nasal spray versions may work well, but can cause tolerance where you actually need more and more to get the same effect the next time and withdraw where your congestion gets actually worse than it was before you even started to use it. That's why decongestant nasal sprays are not recommended for more than three days of use. So be careful with those. So here's a quick and dirty tip. Doctors loathe over-the-counter nasal spray decongestants because some patients use it so much that they can't even function without them. This is actually a medical condition called rhinitis medicamentosa. My advice? Stay away from them. Number seven, nasal saline over-the-counter nasal saline can actually be used several times a day to help clear away those allergens lining your nasal passages. If none of the above is effective in controlling your allergies, which is not too common, your doctor can then send a referral to see an allergist for possible allergy shots. This is a potentially expensive and very time-consuming effort, however, It consists of weekly injections for three to five years and is not effective for everyone, especially if you stop at midway. So here's the house call doctor's advice. Try a combination of a prescription intranasal steroid along with an over-the-counter antihistamine, which are really number one and number two that were explained previously, for at least four weeks consistently and daily. It usually works, but of course, run it by your doctor first. So thanks to Netflix Instant Streaming for supporting this episode of The House Call Doctor. Watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, iPad, iPhone, or TV instantly. All are streamed to you instantly by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. And it's really one of the best entertainment values all around, and it makes a great graduation gift for those of you who are looking to buy something for that special someone going away to college. By looking at me, you'd never guess that I'm a huge sci-fi geek. And my husband and I no longer have time to go to the movies like we used to before our kids were born. So what do we do as soon as the kids are down asleep? Well, we bring the movies to us. And Netflix has an awesome sci-fi section. Movies like The Transformers, Beowulf, and of course, who can miss Captain America? You can actually watch all of these and more on Netflix Instant Streaming and check out thousands of other TV series and movies while you're at it during a free 30-day trial that they're offering to my listeners. That's a free trial of Netflix Instant Streaming at netflix.com QDT. Be sure to sign up at netflix.com QDT. We thank Netflix for their support and we hope you enjoy the Netflix Instant Streaming. So do you have allergies? What treatments work for you? Share it with us on the Call Doctor's Facebook and Twitter pages. Please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. This content does not substitute any medical advice and does not replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks for listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for taking charge of your health. If you have any suggestions for future topics, you can email me at Doctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Hope you have another snot-free week.